Hey, it's the official podcast, and we're on episode like 344, I think, somewhere in that general ballpark. Jackson's living in future fantasy land, so he's seen Mission Impossible. He said it's good, so that's your uh, that's your update on the week there. <laughs> Thank you for updating them. There's nothing more that I could possibly say about that without pissing you guys off and the audience off. There's like nothing I can say other than it's good. Isn't it? Um, isn't it no tragic spoilers. though? Like seeing it early, you can't talk about it with anyone. Fuck no! This sucks. is the greatest feeling ever. Yeah. I get to hold it over you guys. I saw what Ethan Hunt did in Mission Impossible Seven. It was fucking fantastic. It was so cool. The train scene—you're gonna love it. I'm excited. Okay, Thanks, stop spoiling it. You're welcome. There's a, well, train, there's a train in it. Oh god. Yeah. The, have you guys not fucking seen like the nine months leading up to this movie's release? Like Tom Cruise is just constant posting uh, of the behind the scenes. Tom videos. Cruise like, is in it. Jackson. Spoilers. The god. um the the entire like promotional you know run of the, of this movie has just been like no trailers, no like movie trailers. It's basically just the behind the scenes footage of the stunts. And uh, yeah, it lived up to it. They fucking like created a train for this movie just to destroy it in one shot. It's so fucking like incredible. I loved it. I don't know if I liked it more than John Wick 4 or not. Uh, I think so. I think it was more fun overall. You're making That's Charlie good. so uncomfortable. Why? Oh, I thought, didn't you just say stop? Huh? No. What? Do you oh. have, are you being haunted or something? <laughs> no means thought, no, Jackson. I thought after Jackson yeah, was like getting back into kind of spoilers, you went stop. Or maybe that was not you. I don't know. That was your inner monologue. Yeah, that was my voice. I don't think there was a single other sound besides Jackson. Yeah. Well, somebody said stop, so someone has to fess up to it. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're living in a haunted apartment, I guess, brother. <laughs> And you get Zach Bragan out there and the demonologist crew to cleanse it. <laughs> Speaking of spooky stuff, have you guys seen the new Insidious movie? I'm sure you have, Charlie, right? Yeah, I saw it. What? How is it? Is it as bad as it looks? It's absolutely fucking atrocious. It's what? It's so the, bad. Do the Insidious movies still make money? Yes. This one has already turned a profit. Insidious. I, I know they're like super low budget usually, but like I... I Swear people stop going to Insidious because it just sucks. Nope, this one's doing real well. Okay, that's good. Good to hear. It's very, very frustrating. <laughs> Holy shit. It was filmed on one and a half million bucks and it already made over a hundred. That oh is my an God. insane no, amount you, of... You're, what the fuck? You're looking at the first Insidious movie. <laughs> oh, I am. Oh yeah, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, That's just like he pretty said, good. Stop, Kaya, come on. You went back Wait, fucking okay, fifteen years. Which one years? is the new one? What's the is name of the five? newest one? Red Door. It's like Insidious, Red the Red Door. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the concept? Is the door haunted? Yeah, the door keeps the <laughs> lip face, lipstick face demon in. None of the demons okay, are so ever scary in a... Insidious. They all look stupid. Yeah, like the nun, sixteen million, and it made sixty-four. So forex, that's that's still good. It is good. Well, they, they literally can't fail if they keep their budget under like twenty million. It's also only four days into release, so it's probably going to make more, like a good amount more. Mm. Mm. What would they need to put in an Insidious to actually scare you? A good movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jump scared by a good movie. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. The movies are such trash. Yeah, everyone loves jump scares. Well, yeah, jump scares are fun, but they're not scary. They're not even fun. They're annoying. Yeah, I'm with Kaya. I fucking Agreed. hate them. Well, this the general audience likes it. Yeah, I mean, this is what I was talking about this last night, actually. I don't know why more studios don't do what Blumhouse does. Make movies for like sub $10 million budgets, and then you only need like a mediocre showcase in the box office to turn big profit. They they make a killing. I went through most of their theatrical release catalog. All of them like 5 or 10x their budget because it's so low. You don't need to have an incredible performance. It's almost as if an interesting premise or a good story is all you need to make a good no. movie. And Jeez, not- we're, we're talking about Blumhouse horror films, Andrew. I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, they're interesting premises. That's why people what? watch them. No, that that's you couldn't be more wrong, brother. They're they're throwaway horror movies. It's just horror is horror is yeah, always something people go to. What's the interesting concept about the red door? <laughs> it goes knock knock, and then a ghost says, "Who's there?" Blumhouse does have sense. interesting uh, movies, though, like Invisible Man and shit like that. They did The Whale. Like, they do... Or, no, that was A24. But they do have interesting movies. Yeah, A24. But I'm talking about, like, their horror films that are, like, Paranormal Activity, which was, like, a million-dollar budget made 300 mil. Like, you just need lower budget but now productions. Paranormal Activity counts. Wasn't it the first horror movie of that style where it was, like, found footage fixed camera style? Nope. It wasn't the first found footage, no, but it was like the first one Witch. set. But every, every but, single one of them still turned massive profit despite being the same derivative thing over and over and over again. Uh, the only the winning formula is just not spending a ton of money on the production. Hmm. Yeah, no, the winning, the winning formula is making something that you can, uh, like people will spread word of mouth. Like Paranormal Activity, you, that year you couldn't go anywhere without people talking about Paranormal Activity when it came out. Yeah, like it was Viral huge. videos, stuff like that. It was like, it was massive. That's what you need. You need you need jump scares. That's what I'm saying. We need jump well, scares. Cheap horror movies. That's all you need. Well, no, you can have an expensive horror movie as long as it has jump scares. Yeah, I guess. But then if you have jump scares, you don't need it to be expensive. Why would you spend extra money? We'll make him super jumpy. <laughs> Incre- <laughs> increase the amount of jump scares. The horror movie fan is like a little child who's like... you. The producers That's are basically playing pickaboo with them. Yes, it is. No, it actually they is. They go there for yeah. the jump scare. Someone says boo and they go, ha ha. <laughs> it's like 50% children and 50% like wine mums. No, I meant mental children, not necessarily that they're literally oh. eight years old. I'm just saying like people who are easily entertained by you going boo. <laughs> the analogy well, yeah. I've always heard is thinking jump scares are scary is like watching a stand-up comedian tickle people and thinking he's funny because he's making them laugh. That is always the best goddamn comparison, really. Yeah, it's it's not actual horror. It's just surprise. If you have any... Right, and I'm not scared. I'm just startled. It's a natural response. It's a reflex. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. banged a loud pot next to my eardrums, I would also be... I would jump, but I wouldn't be scared. I would just be pissed off at you. <laughs> it's like a you different guys- thing. Wouldn't pay like 60 bucks to go get tickled by a comedian. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I would pay no. 60 bucks that's for that, but cool, that's not the actually. point. Yeah. yeah, like 
Like uh, Dave Chappelle climbs into the audience and starts tickling you. Yeah, there's a stand-up comedian. He's doing tours. He's doing Vegas and like Madison Square Garden and shit. And his whole shtick is he walks out on stage and when the applause stops, he goes down and just goes, Gucci, Gucci, goo. Gucci, goo. <laughs> he just tickles everyone in the, in the audience. That has to be a small room. Unless yeah. he's the Flash. Well, no, if he's, if he's Madison Square Garden, it's a five-hour show. He makes sure to do each and every person in the yeah, audience. Every, everyone lines up for their 10-second tickle. <laughs> I would actually pay pretty good money for that. That way, everyone leaves happy too. Everyone's everyone's. Yeah. Wouldn't, you would be bored in two minutes and leave. You'd be like, <laughs> "When is it my turn?" You then you'd realize, "Oh wait, you wouldn't." I can wait. just get my girlfriend to tickle me. You wouldn't wait hours for a premium, high quality tickle, Kaya. Come on. Yeah, he, he's he's been training for this. He's been doing tickles yeah. all his life. He's an expert, a professional like a CIA black site torturer who's like an expert at tickling you. Yeah, he'll tickle you for 10 seconds and you, like, release all of your secrets. You haven't been tickled unless it's been by a professional, Kaya. Come on. I think there's a documentary about this where men strap each other to, like, torture tables, but they oh. just tickle each other into submission. What was there that is. called? Tickled. You sounded very excited then. You got jump scared by Kaya's back. <laughs> no, I, I, I remember <laughs> hearing about that a long time ago. I can't remember what it's called, though, but yeah, there, there's a whole... Is it actually just called Tickled? Yes, tickled. I watched it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's it's not just about that. It's about this, like, uh, I watched it many years ago, but it's about this, like, one company that does it, and it's extremely shady and and weird and uh, How can tickles be shady? Because the idea is, okay, so I, I watched this a long time ago, and I remember the focus of the movie isn't on the actual tickle porn. It's on the uh, person and company who, like, produce most of it. And basically the idea is they trick college kids who are broke into doing it. And <laughs> and then later on in life, they're like, hey, we have this really, really embarrassing video of you. We'll leak it to all your friends and coworkers unless you do stuff for us. Oh, wait, were they naked? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the details. I don't think they How are. How could it be that embarrassing if you're just getting tickled? Like if someone had a video of me getting tickled and was threatening <laughs> me with releasing it, I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> Like, come on. Well, yeah. Former We're not professionals. Former participants uh, of Jane O'Brien's videos describe coercive and manipulative treatments by the producers. There you go. Such as defamation campaigns against them, exposing their personal information and contacting associates to discredit them as homosexual or sexual deviants, all in retaliation for speaking out against the company. So that's that's another one take, I remember from the take movie. Take ownership of it. Just release your own tickle video and say that you like being tickled. Jackson, Jackson. So I, I remember this from the movie. They would contact dudes who were straight and they'd be like, oh, you need money, right? Like there, it, there's no sex, oh, there's no pay. nudity. Just tickle this guy on camera for this gay fetish website. And they're like, okay. And then they would contact their family and be like, oh, he's gay. We have evidence. <laughs> and they'd have to either well, no, say, no, just, I'm not. Wait. Or they'd be in the closet and have to deal with all the fallout. Why not just say, no, I'm not gay. I just got paid to tickle a gay man. That's that's fine. Like, there's people, so don't, many, like, people don't have the confidence we do. I'd make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just on principle. <laughs> yeah, people people don't have the confidence and set up in life we do. There's people who actually really care about their reputation and careers. So if this came out, they'd feel really bad. It's I. It's like, but I don't. I don't feel like it's a reputational hit. Really, Depends on who the, you are. It could maybe be. like fifteen. Maybe like twenty years ago, and like a. 
in a world where tickling wasn't accepted as much as it is now. But I feel like if if a video were the release of someone getting like, like no, the president or someone no. getting tickled, like it would just be it would just be a imagine lot. you grow up in Bible Belt, Mississippi, and your parents are extremely conservative. And you go away to college and you yeah, But the money. Bible doesn't teach against tickling. It's not like... If this was a president, the Secret Service would shoot you in the head to hide the tape. They're saying you're gay when you might not be. And for a lot of people, that's not acceptable. Yeah, That's fair. like life-ruining okay. for a lot of people. I don't think so anymore. What, like... Well, I guess maybe in, like, the Bible maybe Belt in the, or like, something. Maybe in, the South, yeah. Yeah. Not as much as it used to be, but if you guys think there aren't places that are anti-gay in America, you're completely delusional. Like, 100%. Or it might just be, an, uh, like, annoying to, like, be painted as something that you know you're not. Like You guys are making this to way like, too not. much. You're making way too much about the homosexuality. You just look like a fucking gigantic dork idiot getting tickled <laughs> like that until you piss yourself. It's not that deep. <laughs> Like you wouldn't want that out there if you're a respectable like lawyer, for instance. Now, but you just said it's not that deep. If it's not that deep, then you should be fine with it being out there. No, what I'm saying is not that deep. Isn't this isn't like? It's just embarrassing. It's kind of cringy. You look nah, like an idiot. I think That's the cool. not deep part. But not everyone okay, thinks like it. you do. I'll do it. Come, come Set tickle up tickling too. <laughs> Set up tickle to the red door. <laughs> Fucking film it. Watch <laughs> a tickle video, yeah. <laughs> tickle horror. <laughs> That's the next big trend. How how like there's like children's monsters that are scary, like Five Nights at Freddy's and shit. The next trend should be a monster that tickles you to death. There is. You never <laughs> played the tickle monster, but when you were a kid, what, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you tickle Elmo. Yeah, tickle you the monster. Tickle me Elmo, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's yeah. tickle me Elmo. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows tickle he me. He invented Elmo. tickling. Did he? Probably he not. was one of the know. he was the, one of the first pioneers of tickling. <laughs> yeah. he, he landed at Plymouth tape. Rock and brought tickling to the states. He did what Jackson's saying to do. He was in the first tape and he owned it. He said, "Yes, that was me in the tickling videos." <laughs> you can call me tickle me Elmo. How mind blowing do you think the first tickle was when they first like discovered tickling? <laughs> like, what is this sensation, and how do I recreate it? That would have been nuts. The first tickle—it's like a caveman <laughs> yeah. question, Jackson. <laughs> how do you even? Where would it begin? Where do you draw the line? Like when one caveman touches his caveman children and plays with no, them, get, and they go out. No, no. No, like, like having a normal like uh, sensation, like a touch-based sensation, is completely different to someone like actively tickling you, like oh. going under the armpits and like really going wild. Like when you realize, oh wait, I can make this person convulse and laugh yeah. like a retard. When I, okay, I wonder who discovered that. I don't know, but I always found it funny that there's Caveman? like a Goldilocks zone of tickling your girlfriend, where like. If you don't do it enough, don't even bother. But if you do it too much, she starts actually getting pissed off at you. So you have to find the just the right amount of tickling to where it's True. just a fun couple's activity. Tickling is a panic response. Panic response? Mm-hmm. You made that dark. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, that's that's why people get upset. I mean, I, I hate being tickled. I absolutely fucking hate it. I can't stand it. Wasn't tickling evolutionarily designed so you could feel bugs and other critters crawling on your skin? No idea. That makes sense. I think that's the purpose of it because the idea is it's manipulating the nerves and the fine hairs in your skin. So if you have a bug on you or a parasite, you can be like, ah, shit, ah, get off. 
I'm pretty that sure that's sense. what it's for. Makes sense. Yeah. Bugs don't even know they're tickling you, though. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> they're not even being filmed, yeah. <laughs> they're not even being filmed, yeah. yeah. It's really a waste of time, really. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever successfully deployed tickling as, like, an interrogation method? Yeah, yeah. basically. Oh, yeah. Brother, tickle yeah, torture. Sure. You don't remember tickle torture? Well, I, is that what you guys were just talking about with the videos? Or is that something completely different? Well, no, like, tickle torture is an actual form of torture. Mm -hmm. It is. Jackson, when you get some <laughs> spare time, you should, do, you should do what every growing boy does and read the list of torture methods used at Guantanamo Bay and other prison camps. Uh, they get really creative. One of my favorites is they would ask the prisoner what their favorite song is. So they'd be like, oh, uh, I like Enter Sandman by Metallica. And they'd go, oh, okay, we'll, we'll be nice. We'll play it for you. And then they play it for 12 hours straight in their prison cell and, and never turn it off. Even when they're trying to sleep, they just leave it on. So then the song's ruined for them. But wouldn't it be better to like, just like flat out better to just play a song that they already hate for 12 hours? That's a oh, great yeah, question, the, the, isn't it? The torture is amusing themselves. Yeah. Because what you're playing doesn't matter. Sometimes they just play noise. And here's the question. Yeah, sometimes they play noise, but here's the question. Would you rather play a song that they hate, but then they might just get used to it? Or would you rather play a song they like, and then eventually they grow to hate it? Oh, you think it's like the opposite reaction? Like if you listen to a song that you hate for 12 hours, you'll come to actually enjoy it? Yeah, uh, well, I, I would think you would grow used to it and not hate it as much. Potentially, you know, everyone's different. Yeah. So apparently in ancient Japan, they had some uh, punishment called Kusuguri Zeme, translated as merciless tickling. <laughs> that was my samurai name. So you, you're not allowed to say stop? There's no stopping the tickling? <laughs> I guess you can say it. They just don't have to listen to you. Yeah, I don't think they're going to stop when it's uh, torturous tickling. Now, if it was so friendly, you train polite. yourself to be less ticklish? Yeah, I was going to say, can you have the mental fortitude to block out the tickling and just stand there stoically as they try to tickle you desperately, but you're just like stone-faced? I highly Ooh. doubt it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Someone's got to. M. Night Shyamalan's next movie is unticklable. Well, yeah, aren't there, aren't there some people out there who don't have a tickle response? They just don't, yeah, they don't yeah, react. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you get like if you can't be touched or whatever, or like you can't feel touch, surely that's like the same thing. <laughs> In my experience, those people are usually bluffing and hiding there because everyone has that one spot, so you'll touch their armpits yeah. and nothing. But then if you go for their feet, they immediately run from you and you yeah. go, aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, your well, so wh where's your spots? Oh, feet for sure. I, I lose I lose control if my feet get tickled. It's not even close. It's getting kinda hot. <laughs> keep talking about your feet. Yeah, keep everywhere. talking about it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I <laughs> lose myself. You control. Yeah, I just can't. I can't do it. Do you do you piss yourself a little bit? Just wet yourself? <laughs> no, I stay. I, I stay dry. I just start like kicking and kicking and squealing. Do you wear socks? Yes. How many days? <laughs> oh, is that why you wear socks all the time to protect yourself against tickles? No, I don't wear them all the time. Fair enough. Okay. All right, great. <laughs> when was the last time you've been tickled charlie uh like on purpose yeah yeah well you can't be accidentally tickled right well no yeah you can what do you mean like uh if you like 
I don't know, have something brush no, I've already said you. like a t- like tickling in my mind, like the act of tickling is very like uh it's like another person actively tickling you. I'm not talking about like brushing up against a fern or something and getting a tickle. Yeah, uh, so it, it's it's been a while. Like like I said, I don't like being tickled. I I don't like it. So it's not something that happens super often. Well, maybe it's changed. Maybe you will like it now. No. Yeah, I'll head over. We'll try it out. <laughs> Set up the camera. If you want to come tickle me, we can try it to just okay. to see just to see what happens. I guess, but overall, I just don't like it. I really Andrew, don't. make sure you film it. Yeah, and I'll use it later to exploit him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Well, speaking of good stuff, I want to talk about. Honey. Oh yes, honey. Who doesn't love honey? I love honey. We've we've been spending years here on the podcast talking about how good honey is. And for those of you who are new, I'm not talking about the honey you uh, eat or consume. I'm talking about the honey that you add to your browser, the free tool that you add to your browser that saves you money at most online checkouts. I know what you're thinking. You're like, how can this be done? It's too good. It's too good. It can't be true. I was like that originally, honestly. I, I really was. I was like, honey, honey is like too good of a deal. There's no way that this actually works out. But then, you know, they, they've sponsored the show and I've been using it a lot and it genuinely does just work. There's no downside to having it on your browser. It'll just pop up like a friendly little guy every now and then to let you know that there's deals to be had here and you can click a button and instantly save money at your checkout. It's it's fantastic. I've it's honestly saved me so much money over the years, and I think that's the same for all of us here. Uh, it's just fantastic, and I highly recommend you go download it right now at joinhoney.com/official. That's joinhoney.com/official. If you don't already have Honey, you could just straight up be missing out on free money, basically. And by getting uh, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash official. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash official. There's really absolutely no reason not to. It's free. And saving all of this money at checkouts is just genuinely a tiring thing. Like I just get so tired every every night just going through checkouts, saving money that I just need to lay down. And let me tell you, there's no better place to lay down than a Helix Sleep mattress. That's right. It's Helix Sleep. Uh, I was very fortunate when I went over to America, uh, both times actually that I've been to America, because I got to sleep on a Helix Sleep mattress at Andrew's house. And it was genuinely the best sleep. It was just a wonderful night. Helix Sleep is a fantastic partner for the podcast because because they really do care about giving their customers a good night's sleep. And I, I love that. And Helix Sleep's website is just the perfect tool as well. You can go over to Helix Sleep's website and do their uh, sleep quiz, which basically pairs you up with a mattress of your dreams based on the criteria that you go through on the quiz. It's, it's basically like a dating app for mattresses and humans, essentially. Like it's, it's a fantastic tool to figure out exactly what kind of sleeper you are on, exactly what kind of mattress you need. Helix Sleep has a massive catalog of mattresses built for every possible person. No matter your height, no matter your weight, no matter your age, if you're a side sleeper, a back sleeper, or a tosser and turner, if you overheat at night, you know, there's so many different like elements to making the right mattress for you. And Helix Sleep goes above and beyond in providing you the tools to figure out exactly which mattress you need and then providing it to you at an affordable price. Helix Sleep is a fantastic partner. 
If you want to see what all the rage is about, you can head on over to helixsleep.com slash official to get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's you guys. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Honestly, 100% true. 20% off is a great offer. Two free pillows. If you're looking for a new bed, you can't go wrong with Helix Sleep. They, they give you all the tools that you need to provide you with the best sleep possible. So go check them out at least. At least go do the sleep quiz because it's genuinely uh, pretty informative and interesting. On top of that, they also all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. So I don't know if you're rolling around at night constantly and uh, enjoying the mattress so much that you keep rolling around and it creates friction and lights the mattress on fire or something. They got you covered with their 10 or 15 year warranty, again, depending on the model. Uh, it's great. So they cover you on all bases, basically. So go to helixsleep.com slash official to get their best offer yet. You won't regret it. That's a Jackson guarantee. And finally, you've saved money. You've slept a wonderful night full of sleep. And now you've woken up with a lot of hair on your body. You look at the mirror and scream a horrible scream, not knowing what to do. But don't worry, Harry's has you covered. Harry's is really the best way to shave unwanted hair off of your body in 2023. They've just brought out their new craft handle and it is wonderful. A fantastic shaving experience. It's a nice weighty handle that just glides across your face. It offers the ultimate shave experience. Hand designed by the hair removal scientists over at Harry's HQ. This thing is really just the best razor that I've ever used. Their scientists have let me know that they use innovative techniques to integrate a dotted rubber grip pattern into a smooth metallic handle with meticulously fine-tuned contours. It, it feels weighty and uh, well-balanced in your hand. It succeeds at offering the smoothest shave possible. You can experience Harry's sleekest handle yet with their craft handle starter set for just $10, valued at $17. It includes, obviously, your very own uh, craft handle, five-blade German-engineered razor cartridge, shaving gel, and even comes with a travel cover so you can take it anywhere. You can shave in all parts of the world. Plus, you can schedule replacement blade delivery whenever you need them with refills as low as $2. So it's just super convenient and super easy just to keep stocked up, basically. Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, and it's not hard to see why. Their blades remain sharp even into uh, like your 10th shave. They're extremely durable, and you won't be disappointed. So elevate your shave with the latest and greatest in Harry's razor handle lineup today. Get your $17 craft handle starter set for just $10 at harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash official. That's harrys.com slash official. Once again, for those who are hard at hearing and can't hear in the back, you can get your $17 craft handle starter set for only $10 at harrys.com slash official. So go check them out. And thank you very much to our sponsors. God, I'm so fucking tired today. Yeah, you're really fucked up today. I could not fall asleep till 7.30 in the morning. So, here we are. Jeez, that sucks. That yeah. was four hours ago, right? Yeah, it's not great. Jackson should send you some of his nightmares. Yeah, Everyone, can yeah. you get that to me, please, for real? It's... I'm, I've, I've got to wean myself off it because I'm running low on supply, I'm afraid. Oh, I need but some. Wean yourself. Give me Do you develop tolerance? It's so good. What did you say, Kaya? Do you develop a tolerance? Uh, I don't know. Or have you yet? I don't know. I haven't used enough for that to matter, no. But I, I did use it again the other night because uh, I actually did have a sore throat, honest to God. 
genuinely did have a sore throat. He's not lying, guys. He had a sore <laughs> no, throat. No, he's faking symptoms. <laughs> I'm getting itchy. Oh, jeez. Achoo! <laughs> oh, where's the night nurse? <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend actually thinks I'm an addict now. She's getting concerned. Is it addictive? Could you be addicted to it? Oh, yeah. The, fr- the front of the packet says, this is addictive. Be careful. Oh, God. It's like, oh, it's got a addiction warnings oh like i i totally get it like once you take it it's the deepest sleep i've ever experienced it's so nice it's like a warm little blanket rolls over you and everything is just so peaceful and calm jesus christ and and just lovely does it just help you sleep or does it knock you out like could you be woken up uh no it doesn't like completely knock you out it's just a deep sleep i mean it's a deep sleep but like you're not comatose basically that's what i mean okay makes sense Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put a bunch. I, I wish I didn't ever take it because now I know how good life can be. Let's <laughs> say so you're smuggling some for Andrew. Next time you go to the States, you put them all in a condom and you put them in your butt. Uh, if the condom bursts, and then I have would to tickle the condom coma? out of his butt. That's genius, Kaya. <laughs> but what if it bursts in my butt and then I fall asleep? That's part of the That's fun. That's what I'm asking. Would you fall into a coma? Like if it's in your asshole? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Does it work as a suppository? Go try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to waste the last of my night nurse sticking up my arm. Jackson, I got it. I got it. You'll you'll take a swig of the night nurse, but don't swallow it. Hold it in oh, your mouth. Geez. And then when you get here, spit it into mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's genius. What, what, how, how would that help? <laughs> well, then you won't accidentally like absorb it through your asshole. You'll store it safely right. in your mouth like a squirrel with its nuts. Or I could spit it into your asshole. That's then, fine too. Yeah, whatever's the most yeah. effective dose. We'll we'll see how it pans out on the day. Just whatever gets my night nurse, you know. Yeah, it's good, but I can totally see why it would be addictive. Okay. What else we got? Yeah, do you guys have topics? Because I just have like goofy, stupid, depressing shit, I guess. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear stupid, depressing shit. I want to hear happy stuff. That's our staple. <laughs> well, you're the one who put it in our topics channels. That fucking EDP shit. He's rearing his Oh, wait, that's again. funny. EDP's always like stupid. Okay, I haven't looked into it too much. What is he up to now? He's just like put out a video where he's just like, and like confirmed that he's, uh, he did all those things. But he apologizes for it. And he's now looking for redemption. That's uh, the latest update. He I'm sure people will welcome him with open arms as if nothing ever happened. Yeah, it's pretty much the one thing that you can't come back from. Yeah. Still, thank God. So uh, we'll see what redemption means for EDP, but it's not looking good. Yeah, what the fuck does that even mean? Redemption? <laughs> like the word? Quit the internet. Nobody knows him as anything other than EDP. Just use your real name and get a burger flipping job. There. Well, that's actually the interesting. The interesting thing about EDP is he did try that. He drove, I believe it was Uber for a while, but then people figured it out and got him fired. He then worked, I think, a security job at uh, some restaurant or something. People found that, got him fired. So he legitimately cannot do that. How did they figure it out? Did he have any sort of online presence at the time? No, it's just he, he he was a big like internet figure and this is unforgivable. So people have wow. found him pretty much everywhere everywhere he's gone, usually by like pure chance. Has it been pure chance? Because I, I thought he would still been like desperately trying to make new accounts online. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, he has been doing that, but not from like those other jobs. 
Holy you, shit. You yeah, but still, people like this, they're idiots. They constantly, they cannot help themselves. You see these locals. Yeah, they they always have to live tweet where they are, what they're doing. Their whole lives, well, they put that shit Also, online. if he if he did just fade away, like this is still pretty fresh. It happened last year, I think, right? Or maybe the mm-hmm. year before. Still pretty recent though. Like if he stopped reinserting himself into the narrative and, and like popping up every now and then and uh, reminding mm-hmm. everyone of what he did, then like in a few years, it would probably fa- I don't know why I'm giving him fucking advice. Keep putting your name out there. <laughs> Keep doing apology videos. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll give him advice too. His- his best chance right now is to try to make everyone forget about him as much as possible. Just stay off the internet entirely. Just anything he can to stop it's, being a public it's, figure. It's all, he, it's all he knows. He literally can't. Well, it's like it's like Night Nurse. Like he, he knows what life is like now <laughs> on the other end. It, like with YouTube and stuff, like that that career, he knows how good mm. he had it and he wants to get back to that. Basically, once you've tasted Night Nurse, <laughs> everything else fails. Is in Night comparison. Nurse slang for children in this example, Jackson? Like, yeah. No, 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 no. The children part is bad. Night Nurse is good. Yeah. <laughs> Night Nurse is the YouTube <laughs> career. Oh, okay. Now that makes sense. Okay. Oh, now you're yeah, making yeah. sense. Yeah. Because you deep yeah. sleep. Children bad. <laughs> yeah, he's just got to he's gotta let go of all of that lifestyle and ideas because he just kind of did one of the few Ooh, things yeah, that it. will never ever be recoverable. Yeah. Oh, he could move to like Brazil or something and start a new life down there. Maybe that would help. Why Brazil? Well, it's just like south of America. Anywhere that doesn't speak English <laughs> probably well, would help, you, I guess. You were really <laughs> onto something there, Jackson. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that why it's called South America? Damn, Jackson, well, yeah, you, were, yeah. you were connecting some, like, forbidden dots there for a minute. You should be a professor. Wow. <laughs> I just, my my uh, my rationale was he could just walk there if, like, any, everything else is too difficult. Oh, I thought maybe he, yeah, yeah, he might yeah. be on, like, a uh, like a no-flyer list or something. For being uh, a pedophile. <laughs> immediately registered. There's children on this plane. We can't have you on. You never know. What? I don't think he's yeah, that high true. profile. Yeah, I don't know if he quite makes the, the no-fly list. Oh, speaking of, uh, uh, like, uh, pedophiles that are well-known and probably on the no-fly list, <laughs> did you guys see that? Is it Larry Nassar? Is that his name? Oh, the oh, yeah. the, the sports Olympic guy? molester? Yeah, the one that, like, yeah, molested, like, 250 uh, women over, like, 20 years. Holy yeah. shit. Um, he got sentenced to, like, 300 years in prison or something, and it just came out today that... Uh, he's been stabbed in prison. So Aww. that's some good news, at least. Yeah. Like, did he get stabbed and die? Uh, he's in critical condition. Damn. Oh. Nassar was stabbed in the back and neck multiple times, according to a source. He currently has what one source described as, quote, substantial injuries, including what appears to be a collapsed lung. Aww. Yeah, that's some great news, honestly. So it seems like that myth, uh, well, I guess it's not really a myth, Seems like all pedophiles and predators and shit really do get like blasted in prison. Well, yeah, I can imagine like that is true. Yeah, unless they're like protected. Yeah, well, they are in a protected wing usually. I think they'd have to be, right? Yeah, don't they? I think they usually put the all the pedos and sex offenders in their own wing so they don't get shanked constantly. Which oh my god, allegedly three hundred. Sorry, I was just I was just looking him up after this. Uh, allegedly 332 victims of Nassar. Yeah. Oh my God. God. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. It was over, over like 25 years and he was in such an esteemed position. He was yeah. like the head coach, uh, head doctor or whatever of, um, uh, what was it, Gymnastics America, I think. So he just had like an unending uh, supply of victims, basically. Jesus was- Christ. And, and what, what really annoyed me was hearing how there had been like so many uh, cases of these women going to like, you know, make accusations or putting reports in throughout the 20 years to like the FBI and stuff. And no one, no one followed through on it until like 2017. So ridiculous. So why did they finally follow through? Uh, I don't know. The system just takes a long fucking time. Unfortunately, I can give you a similar example. Uh, Jared Fogel, everyone's <laughs> everyone's favorite uh, pedophile, was uh, cornered with allegations as early as I think 2007, 2009, and they did not raid his house until about 2015. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the bureaucracy is just very slow to do anything about stuff. Maybe that's why EDP is still not in jail yet. Maybe it's just going to be another two decades. Does he have like pending court cases coming up or something? Well, wait. If he just apologized in a video, I haven't watched the video yet. I just posted it, but I I didn't actually watch it because I can't stand him honestly. But if he if he made an apology video admitting to the crimes and stuff, surely that's uh, something that like law enforcement can use. You well, would think right? some of the girls yeah. have accused some of the girls have accused the FBI of literally hiding this and falsifying their statements. I don't know this specific case or yeah, this one. In April 2022, 13 survivors of Larry Nassar filed a lawsuit against the FBI for negligence and other alleged investigatory failures in the Nassar case. Oh, I thought you meant EDPs. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. The FBI is trying to cover yeah. up EDP's crime. That's why I was confused. <laughs> the FBI protect this guy, though. They love these YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, Yo, eat that sure. pussy. You're making a comeback. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, rip bozo, as the kids say. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't want to get stabbed in prison, maybe you shouldn't assault women. Just, Just an idea. Well, yeah, 300 of them as well. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm i usually like against violence, but in this case, I'm like kind of like, hell yeah, pretty cool. Well, all right then. Yeah. Glad to hear your stance on that, Jackson. Very brave. Well, what's your stance? I've, no, I, I think there's, you're, you're going to get no tears from me, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, well, very brave from you as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <Stunning. laughs> we're taking we're taking risks in this one. Mm-hmm. Controversial opinion, yeah. Someone say something actually controversial. Final Final Fantasy sixteen is not game of the year. No, oh. yeah, yeah, definitely not. Is it good though? Not even in my list. Uh, you guys could argue about that Baldur's Gate bear fucking stuff if you want. <laughs> is that so controversial, or is it done news now? I don't know if it was ever really controversial. It was just kind of a, wow, like that's pretty fucked and weird kind of thing. But I don't think it ever actually became a controversy. No. Yeah. It is pretty weird. I applaud them for having the balls to put that in a very large video game franchise. I, yeah, I I think that's 
I think that takes a lot of courage. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty zany move to put in a very well established franchise. Yeah, you know what I I was just saying like I I want us to be brave and like say something controversial and credit where credit is due they did do that. Yeah, so that's that's good for them. It's not mm-hmm. that brave though. It's a like Dungeons and Dragons. It's pretty. It's pretty brave to fuck a bear. Games thing. No, but what I mean is I'm sure there's been stuff like this in previous games. It's not like fantasy games hold their punches. True. Wait, I forgot we're not just talking amongst four friends here. We should probably like let the audience know what we're actually talking about. I don't think we've actually said what it was. Oh yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out or has come out or something and they teased a trailer where the male character can romance somebody in a bear form body. Yeah. So they they did a little a little event where they previewed some stuff and they had an audience and this and that and they showed a scene where they're doing the thing in the RPGs where you romance characters you're like oh I think we should have sex because romance and one of the characters is a druid and I believe one of the responses you can give to him is like oh I like things big. And the druid's like, oh, if you like big things, because we're flirting, and he transforms into a bear, like an actual fucking grizzly bear. And uh, everyone in the audience was, like, losing their mind. And then the bear, like, it literally does, like, a close-up on its face, and it gives, like, a Pixar smug, like, smile. God, yeah, it was so fucking good. (laughs) Uh, And then the camera pans away, and you see a squirrel that watches it, and it drops, like, the nut it's carrying and has a very shocked, like, Pixar expression. Yeah, because it's seeing some, like, bestiality shit going down. And and the game literally just lets you fuck a bear as a, a man transformed into a bear. It it's definitely played off as a joke. Oh, hundred like, yeah, percent. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. a comedic scene, and nothing explicit in any capacity is shown. But it is. Uh, it, it it the point is Baldur's Gate, which is not a new franchise, not an indie game, not a edgy or any of that kind of series. A very well established, very long old RPG series threw this into their newest entry, and uh, people were pretty pretty surprised they went for it. They went that hard. Yeah, but it's a druid bear, right? So how is this really different from like an elf having sex with an orc? Yeah, it's all fantasy. It's it's all fictional bullshit. You're the same yeah. intelligence. You're just in a different body, which is fine. I think a lot of people are just upset with the hypocrisy of the gaming media. As mm. always, always losing their shit over like boobs in Mortal Kombat. But the moment a video game lets you have sex with an animal, they're all about it. Yeah, that was that was something that I was thinking about a lot. Where with that kind of stuff violence is okay but sex stuff is not even though it's all just fictional and not real it's like you know you're not allowed to have sexy women in video games yeah. but you can have sexy bears now <laughs> <laughs> thank god finally it's that and it's the obvious that like okay i can tell that there were some a bunch of furries on the development team who just wanted to sneak their fetish into the fucking game <laughs> but very That's possible yeah um, what I enjoy a lot is the game's been out in early access for a good while, so you can review yeah. it on Steam. So if you go to the Steam reviews for the last couple of days, it's been nothing but bear puns. I really appreciate that. Nice. Yeah. Sounds cute. Bringing the community together. Yeah. Well, that's probably all there is on that. Yeah, that wasn't too yeah. interesting. Oh, here's the super fun topics. Very interesting. Jackson, why did you post the Taylor Swift cardigan? Gee, Taylor Swift is fucking explode. Well, she's been pretty popular for a while now, but it's it's reaching like mass levels of mm-hmm. <laughs> like overwhelmingness. Uh, just just so I put all my bias out there, I don't 
care about Taylor Swift. Um, but I am going to see her next year. Oh, uh, next year. I, I am going. Yeah. Wow. Like you've got to book, you've got to book your tickets like nine mm-hmm. months in advance because they sell out immediately. So I'm going. Hasn't she always been big? Yeah. She's always been big, but this tour is like nuts. This tour is like, uh, it's it's insane. really it's really impossible to grasp because it's such a world that we are not engrossed in in any capacity. Yet at the same time, it's yeah. hard to realize how like popular of a human on a global scale Taylor Swift is. She's like basically Michael Jackson levels at this point. Yeah, bigger, right? Like I, no, we're seeing not world leaders. She is huge. Wait, not bigger, we're seeing but world say leaders equal. on Twitter begging her to perform in their countries. I don't think I ever saw that. Well, I wasn't alive, but I don't think that ever happened with Michael Jackson. Was that sincere? Was it kind of like, hey, Taylor, you should come to Canada or whatever the fuck? No, it's not. It's not just Justin Trudeau. It's like a whole bunch of other, uh, you know, world leaders have also done it. See, I, like, I don't know how much of that is actual politics weight and how much of it is the politicians are just trying to get in on the trend. For example, I will never not cite Hillary Clinton's you should Pokemon go to the polls. You know, they do yeah, shit yeah, like this yeah, all the time. Yeah, that was good. No, I, I actually think it is like an economic boon <laughs> to the, to well, the region yes, whenever she comes. Definitely is. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. They're begging for like extra, extra days so that there's just a lot of energy in the area basically um yeah i'm excited to see it. i there's no way that it lives up to how much the tickets were were priced good luck it hearing the insane. music over the screaming girls yeah yeah my my girlfriend my girlfriend loves taylor swift so i had to like spend the entire day <laughs> Fuck, you're fucked like, man on the website i was on the website for eight hours trying Are you to dating a 17 year old you can tell us this is a safe place jesus christ no, I, I, I won't no. lie. She has some good songs. Blank Space is a incredible fucking jam, and I stand by that. Yeah, Blank she's Space definitely good. got some very catchy songs. I love songs. Blank Space. I think that song's super catchy. Yeah. I'm excited to... I'm, I always like going on concerts and stuff, even if I don't like the, the band or whatever. Like, I went and saw K-pop, a K-pop band uh, earlier this year. Uh, Which again, one? My girlfriend liked them. I'm trying to think of their name. Stray Kids. Mm. Um, I went and saw them. And I, I just like I, I just like going to concerts and stuff, even if I don't like the band, just because it's like an experience, just seeing everyone like high energy and stuff. It's pretty cool. I have a spinoff question for you and the rest of the boys. Then, do you guys have a very not what you'd expect musician that you're a big big fan of like that? Like you know, if if Jackson said, "Oh, I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift," people would go, "Oh, really? Oh." I don't think anyone would be surprised if I did do that. Well, do you have one that you think people would be surprised? No. Charlie, Kyle? Mm, not really. No. no. I mean, people okay. have heard my playlists on this podcast for years now. I have Taylor Swift on there somewhere. I'm sure I have K-pop. Mm. I have metal. I like a little yeah. bit of everything. True. True. Same. I don't think so. Mm. Why? Do you, Andrew? Do you have something well, that's like shameful? Only, I think the only one that would be... In that category, although Charlie, you're aware of it, is I listen to a lot of religious music for some reason. I <laughs> didn't some know that. Wait, what do you mean? Like Kadai? <laughs> yeah, Kadai though. Like yeah. that's that's just like a fun, upbeat, silly thing. But it's Shlaumi explicitly t- a religious worship song. 
Yeah, but that's yeah. that's Schlaumy Tausig. Like he, yeah. he's more than just like religious gospel. He's the man. Do you and like it for the religious aspect, or do you a, like a little it bit? It sounds cool. A little bit. Um, I've been listening to another one. It's like this family of three. They put one album on Spotify, and the album art is literally like those pictures you get at Sears of your family with the dramatic poses and shit. That's awesome. Um, but they they have some bops just worshiping Jesus. And there's part of me when I get into it, I'm like, oh yeah, go Jesus. Oh fuck yeah, he's the man. Like I get hype on it. I, I don't think yeah. Shlaumi Tausig is so good though. He's good too. He's another good one. Just Shlaumi. hype. There's just something hype about a group of people coming together and and praising a single thing and going like, go God, you're the fucking man. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Can't explain it. So it just makes you like God. It makes me love him. He's pretty cool. Learned that after school the other day. Is that the point of religious music? Is it uh, a form of promotion for God? Yes. <laughs> what else would it be? Wait, what? Well, just people, people, well, no, people singing just because they enjoy singing about God, or are they singing because they want? It's to worship. It's both. They just want to worship God. Is it to convince Andrew to worship God as well, or it's is it just both, because they Jackson. want to sing about God? It's both no, to express their joy in worshiping and celebrating the Lord and to tell other people, hey, look how great God is. You should worship him too. Doesn't that ruin the art of it if it's like no. a promotion? Some of the best songs ever made are religious worship songs. Some of the best works of history. Look at the Sistine Chapel. That's explicitly a religious piece. Well, yeah, there's some very beautiful buildings. Yeah, <laughs> churches, cathedrals. If anything, secular art usually sucks ass. It's because it was one of the first unifying principles. Like, imagine you're a fucking peasant back in the really early BC times, and it's like your life fucking sucks. You're going to die early. You have disease. You have no money. You have nothing. But then some guy says there's a magical force out there that can grant everything you want in the afterlife, and all he needs is your devotion. You're like, oh, fuck, I want that. That sounds great. And then you get thousands of people thinking that way. And I'm like, no, I... I won't believe you until you can provide me with a song. And that's when the song comes in and then, then you believe. Well, that's not that's not even that, that far-fetched because then you go to church and they're like, hey, we sing and we dance and we clap and we have fun. And you're like, I love this. My life normally sucks, a, but I love this. Is that a thing that's like mostly down in the South in America where like the churches are all like, uh, like the entire church is singing and stuff? Like I see that in video uh, movies a lot. So what you might be thinking very- of, what you might be thinking of is stereotypically black churches are known for being very, what's the term? Like, bangers. Yeah, loud and proud <laughs> and singing and dancing and very, yeah, very like hype with their worship. Yeah, that might be what yeah. you're thinking of. Is that, is that, a, is that a, like not true or is it? Well, it is a stereotype. It's not that it it's is. not true. It's just so one of my favorite. Artist is a religious black dude, like preacher Jackson Solomon Burke. Yeah. <clears throat> he had one of his songs in House, actually, None of Us Are Free. It's the uh, episode where he breaks into the psychiatrist's office. I don't know if you uh, would remember that. It's been yeah. a while. They have, they have great songs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kaya was talking about Kanye West. <laughs> he did drop that oh, album. Yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Dude, see, that's, that's the biggest like counter to your argument, though. Is like that that album Kanye sucks now that he went 
full religious. Well, he like did religion before sucked. it sucked. Didn't Jesus Walks be like the biggest mega hit ever when that came out? Jesus Walks was a huge song. Yeah, that was religious. Yeah, but now he's going full religious and it sucks. <laughs> full religious as opposed to kind of religious. <laughs> yeah, you got to balance. Well, when you it. go full religious, the, the problem is a lot of the songs are great if they're just about worship, but when it turns into propaganda and you're trying to convert people, yeah. that's when the art dies. There, there's that's the what reason, I was saying before. Yeah, but that's not all of it. The reason there's a difference between like a somebody making music for Jesus and somebody making music to convert you. Like think of Veggie Tales yep. or Donkey Ali. Those things were such memes because the creators didn't put the art first. They didn't care about how the 3D looks, how the music goes. They didn't care. The whole message was just praise Jesus, believe in Jesus, convert to I Jesus. Think they also sucked. And it sucked because they always put the message first. Well, no, I think they just sucked at 3D animation. <laughs> yes, but Je the point is they cared more about the message and converting people than the actual thing that they're doing. This is also why now modern, like, secular left-wing shit sucks. Like the Scooby-Doo remake, where they just didn't yeah, care yeah. about the quality or the jokes or the animation or any of it. The whole point was just white men bad. And I'm a self-insert of Kin Mindy Kaling. Same with Kanye West. I totally ascribe to that, Kaya, because there is that line of uh, lame... Sunday teacher, hey, let's talk about Jesus, and oh man, this song's fucking powerful, they're worshipping the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the same, it's the same place, it's the same idea, but one of them is like, the stereotype is, oh, it's fucking, oh god, here he is bringing Jesus into it again, oh god, shut up. And then the other one is, oh yeah, worship it, fuck yeah. You know what you should do, Andrew? It sounds like you might enjoy Sunday school. Nah. <laughs> You should try that. I, I want to see how it's, that goes. No, it's not great. I've been to many a church service. I bet Wendy Goon would know some good bangers. I bet Wendy Goon could yeah. convert me 100%. Oh, yeah. He could convert me into anything. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like a fucking pervert. Did you do a tickling video? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask Wendy Goon right now if he has a tape. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I meant anything religious. Uh-huh. You'd have a religious experience. You'd be screaming, oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. Uh, okay. No, but for real, Wendigoon's great. Adam guy yeah, or is, is great. it also boring now? What? What? Guy? what? The the loudest cuckold on Earth, Adam, 22. Oh, my God. Yeah, that yeah, stale? yeah, good. I don't know. He keeps leading into it. Yeah, uh, it's all for attention. So there's no real point in like getting upset or mad about it, which is what you were doing in our chat. <laughs> like, there's no I wasn't point upset. in it. I was just, it was so obviously. Oh, here he goes. Uh, okay, first of all, give people getting. an introduction. So, because not everybody is on fucking Give Twitter a recap, because I don't remember this guy at all. All right, yeah, there's a cuck online and he, his wife got banged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, a little well, more detail. Now you're brought up to speed, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. I remember everything now. It, you, it's like that scene in The Matrix where I just stare at Jackson and say, I know Kung Fu, but I know about cucks now. Okay. Andrew, he has a big podcast. He's a podcaster called Adam22. Okay. And on his podcast, he has on just washed up rappers and trashy people with whom he talks about porn, I guess. Um... That's the gist oh, that I got. Oh, is this the one where he, he sat there and had to defend that his like wife slept in a bed with another man with him in it? 
What? They did more than that. What, is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's the one we talked about on the show where the dude had to, he was on a podcast and he was like, yeah, my wife and I were in a bed and she had another man there and it was fine. Oh, it was okay. Sneeko? Could they only afford one? I'm thinking of Sneeko. No, this is oh, not Sneeko. This guy looks very different. This is like, okay. You know how, like, why imagine, are there so many cucks lately? I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know who's starting this fucking propaganda, man. But anyway, this is a grown man and imagine like, you know how if you would leave a four-year-old alone in a room with finger paints and then it would be all over the walls and the kid? He has <laughs> tattoos all over his body. He looks so fucking embarrassing. And apparently he's a massive cuck. So he married a woman. I forget her name. Was it Lena the butt plug or something? They get married. And like a I week later. Lena the plug. <laughs> whatever. Is As they're still getting married and he's like tweeting photos of their marriage. People looked at her account on Twitter. And notice, oh, her pinned tweet is her promoting porn that she did with some random black guy from the Blacked.com series. And everyone oh, no. was like, what the fuck? Why is your wife's pinned tweet? They're getting railed. And Adam said, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. And ugh, do I have to pull up these tweets? I'm kind of too lazy. What did he say, Jackson? I don't know. I, I just know he's a cuck. Yeah, he was very proud. He leaned into it and he got really, really, really loud about it too. Like he was such a proud fucking cuck. And well, that's started- what I'm saying. It's it, he's so proud about it that I, I like, unironically, I actually think that there's no love in this relationship. It's just all like an attention thing. I, 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 I doubt no they're even like. Well, you know what I mean. Like there was never any love. It's just all like an attention act thing. I don't know. What do you think, Charlie? You probably you probably know the most. What do you mean? What I think it's he lets his wife. So they have a podcast together where him and his wife bring on a porn star, and then they talk to her, and then fuck the porn star together. And then his thing was, I'm gonna finally let my wife fuck other men for porn. That's you know uh, another way of generating money. And now he did, and people clowned on him for it, so now he just keeps leaning into the whole cuck thing, so he's posting memes about it. His fucking wife replies to his tweets with pictures of her getting fucked by other men, and it's it's a planned thing between the two of them, but I still think it's pretty fucking embarrassing to like lean into it like that. Oh, It is so embarrassing. That was my point, Jackson. It's not that I'm mad at him for doing this. It's that... You know, I was getting the impression that you were saying, oh, he's just acting. Well, even if it's an act, you are still a cuck. Like, literally, you are a cuck, even if you are perhaps behind the scenes, you might not be actually getting off to it. But when you so publicly lean into it, I think you are getting off to it a little bit. It's not just the money. I don't believe it. That was my point, though, is that because he gets off to it and because he likes the attention and everything, you're just giving him what he wants by getting upset about it, basically. Like you're yeah, but I'm not watching his podcast. I'm not gonna buy the fucking OnlyFans or anything. I just like making fun of it. No. Yeah, but that's that's still attention. That still helps him inadvertently. I don't know. That's kind of like saying I'm helping Larry Nassar by making fun of him. It's just fun to talk about. Yeah, but I agree. It, it is getting very, very old though because he's doing the same shtick everywhere. He's just constantly retweeting cuck, po- uh, cuck memes and calling himself a cuck and asking everyone who wants to fuck his wife. Yeah, uh, he, he bangs as well, though, right? You just said like he bangs porn stars, mm-hmm. so it's an open relationship. Yeah, okay. Otherwise known as cuckoldry by any other name, and people have been digging up his past because people always do, and apparently he's been a creep his entire life. Surprise, surprise! And 
he gets surprisingly upset when people bring up an old blog post of his where he was lusting after a 16-year-old and talking about it. Ah, and classic. That's, that's made him mad. That is a classic. Um, let me see if I can find the passage here. <laughs> Out of the Bible? <laughs> no, I, I'm on his archive blog post. Yeah. One night in particular, this is Adam talking now, who's, what the fuck was his real name? Adam, Adam Grant Mason. One night in particular, we ended up talking on the phone and she went into vivid detail about how she wanted me to go to Canada to see her and have sex with her. I won't even bother telling you the things that she described wanting me to do to her. Jesus. Because by the end of the story, I'll have done, I'll, I'll have actually done them all to her and worse. The conversation left me hot and bothered to say the least. Now, any of the math inclined out there are probably reading this and thinking something like, wait, she's 60, she's 19 now, you were 23 then. How old was she then? Well, she was 16. But come on, man, look at her. She's 18 or 19 in most of the pics here, but she didn't look much different at all then. If statutory rape is wrong, I don't want to be right. Oh, now I could make Jesus the argument Christ. that age of consent is 16 in Canada, although I'm sure that traveling from America to Canada to have sex with a minor is still illegal as hell. But really, fuck an argument. She was stupid hot and I wanted in. Yikes. Wowee. Yeah. You said he was 23. Ty, can I ask you a question? Like a, yeah. a really personal question that you and only you can answer because you study these people so intricately like the blade. Why are people <laughs> like this disgusting people so willing and able to just admit their crimes on written record to the entire world? Oh, in this, in this particular case, I, I, if I had to guess and tell you, I would say that this is the, uh, it was a different time, man. Because, mm. we, you know, this, is, this blog post, according to the comments, was from 2010. Literally, like, 13, yeah. 14 years ago. There, we really didn't have cancel culture. We really didn't have, like, consequences well, no, I, I'm for somebody reading the comments admitting. right now. I read the comments in that blog post, and it is unironically all just acceptance. Like, dude, that chick's smoking hot. <laughs> like... <laughs> Dude, that chick was fucking hot. I'm glad it's not just me who finds himself looking for spots regardless of the situation. Like, I, this that, is all just... That, it really me. was a different time. I'm telling you, this guy was telling the story, this loser, and he was getting high fives for it, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was without a doubt a different time. That was the era when we used to have uh, how long till she's eight, 18 counters for certain yeah, celebrities. For the, yeah, for the celebrities. Yeah. yeah. God, that's so fucking Does creepy. anyone remember Reddit jailbait being a front yeah. page? Yeah, that Reddit. was another yes. one. Yeah. yeah. And guess Very what? That subreddit, if it too. existed today, it would have gone dark for the fucking protest, too. They were on a high horse as well. <laughs> Don't forget that. Um, but yeah, it's I all acceptance here. I just don't understand the fucking need for people to share this kind of stuff. Like, you're, you're doing something wrong, and that's bad. And then you acknowledge that it's wrong. You make the conscious connection that it is not a good thing, and that's worse. But then, instead of, you know, stopping it or whatever, you tell everyone. and go, hey, look what I did. So if anything bad ever happens, like, you get arrested, they just have evidence. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, he never got arrested, luckily for him, I guess. Um, he claims that this is all lies and the girl is lying now. I think the girl came out later and accused him of sexual assault. 
No, I believe did. publicly there's like articles written about this. If anybody cares about it, just look up Adam 22 sexual assault allegations. Um, I don't know more than that. I just found this blog article and he has a whole know your meme page about this. <laughs> <laughs> what so, is with these, these cringe, <laughs> these cringe figures online having blogs from like 20 years ago, like porn blogs, like Boogie also had it. I'm reading this, um, this Adam's oh, yeah. uh, blog post now. He's like, he's going into like pretty, like pornographic detail here and it's like super cringe he says i came in her mouth and then she spit it out the window this struck me as odd because she and i had a conversation a few days earlier where she talked about how girls who don't swallow cum are pretty much the scum of the earth now personally i don't care once it leaves my penis the last thing i care about is where that shit ends up like he just goes on and on <laughs> I have no attachment to that cum once it leaves my penis. No empathy. I don't care. It's the world's cum now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's his wife's cum now. Wait, never mind. Uh, there's a user in the comments that says that January, uh, January 7th, 2010, he says, you are the fucking scum of the earth. So there was a bit of blowback. Oh, oh. never mind. Then the comment under that says, should have come in her. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Back to reality, baby. Yeah. yeah. That, guy to, man. that guy needs to learn a lesson. Tell him how we do it here. What the fuck? Oh my God. These people are animals. Did you wash your hands or did you eat dinner with her butthole on your fingers? What is wrong with you people? What is this site? Oh, that's fucking. That's fucking hard. That one. That one went hard. That's like a rap lyric from one of Charlie's goofy songs. Like that Jesus would like, Christ. That would like actually be one of my rap lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got yeah, but you say fingers it at the table. At the table. Yeah. Oh man! Imagine fucking jerking off to that. Just imagine finding what you just said arousing. Holy crap! Oh my god. That too. These people had to seek out these blogs and everything. These people have yeah. to seek out help. Like psychiatric help. I mean, porn addiction is a real mm. thing. We all know that. True. Oh, very, porn very addiction true. is rampant now. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's, it's worse than concerning. ever. It well, is in this concerning. case, it's not even... Well, in Adam's case it is, but the commenters per se here, this is, just seems like creepy frat boy shit. It's... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Frat boy, I don't know. Well, this I seems, this, this, no, this seems like the early days of like inceldom to me. Like these people are, haven't socialized. At least frat guys have kind of. These these people seem yeah. insane. Well, I guess you could classify this blog post as porn. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Anything else happening? One more. Are we good here? Oh wait, wait, sure. wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just watched the JCS criminal psychology video. Uh, came out a few months ago. I, I haven't finished it, but Which I am one? a decent way in. It's about the the son who spent three hundred thousand dollars, I think it was, on mm. his uh, cyber girlfriend, mm -hmm. and then when it, it, it wasn't his money, it was his family's money. And then when his family mm. found out, they put him in like porn addiction rehab. Yeah, and then he came out and still like broke the rules. Like they made him sign a contract saying he wouldn't do it again, wouldn't talk to that woman again. And he did it again, and then he, uh, they, they like kicked him out, and then he killed them all. It was fucking insane. Jesus. This dude was like 30 years old as well. You haven't seen it, Charlie? No. I've seen it. I think I know the story, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the, 
I'm in uh, the the what do you call it? the interrogation part at the moment, and the <laughs> the uh, police ask him what he's into and stuff like that, and his first answer is anime. Yeah, <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> he had to explain what anime was to the police. Officer. So I I, I remember like, yeah, right. I remember when that happened as well. It was very often when watching JCS, they'll have the case, and then halfway through, I'll go, "Oh fuck, I remember this. I remember hearing about this uh, when this happened." You can look up photos from the crime scene of his house. They got leaked online. And some of them are graphic, but some of them are just like, oh, it's it's the house he lived in. His room was a perma-virgin cave. It was just covered in, like, anime and all sorts of embarrassing shit. On the show, we commented on them, remember? I remember pulling have. up the Google Drive link, in fact. Yeah, yeah, it was a Google Drive. He had all these we anime figurines. He was one of those people who collected, like, every Funko Pop and anime figure imaginable yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like the stereotypical... Uh, like what you think of when you think of weed, basically. Is that the guy, or was it a different one where he uses internet slang during the interrogation to justify himself, where he's literally saying things like, oh, they call them roasties. That's like loose women. No, you're thinking, I know exactly who you're thinking yeah, who of. Am That's I talking the guy, about? Um, the Canada Toronto van attack guy. Yes. Who drove his yes. van into a crowd. I forget his name. What the fuck was his name? Jackson, you should watch that one too. That one is fucking downright hysterical with how just that socially one. inept the guy is. Uh, hang on, give me one second to look up the city. It's it's, it's scary how like pervasive this is becoming. What the, f what the fuck is this guy's name? Why are they hiding? Alec Manassian, finally. Yeah. Alec Manassian, type that into YouTube. Find the extended cuts or the uncut version without commentary. This is important because you don't want some fucking YouTuber babbling over him. Because almost every sentence coming out of his mouth is hilarious. As he's trying yep. to explain to a police commissioner... Uh, what 4chan is, what a Pepe yep. is, what Chads yep. are, what Stacy's are, what Roasties are, what the Day of Retribution is, and how he's going to set up death yep. camps for all the Stacy's. It is. It's actually fucking fascinating watching. Is he also this. the guy where they trick him because he's the stupidest human being on the planet? Where they're like, they're like, okay, uh, so why did you do this? And he goes, my lawyer said not to say that, and they go, oh, okay. Well, what were you feeling when you did this? And he goes, I was feeling pretty angry. And they go, oh, well, why were you angry? And then he just explains why he did it. Because like, he's just actually an idiot. They're all idiots. They, I mean, every single one of them are an, an actual Yeah, the officer imbecile. always comes in acting like they're friends. You know, gives them a coffee and is nice to them and whatnot. But yes, this guy was very forthcoming. And he yeah. was so happy to explain all the stupid fortune in cell lore. <laughs> <laughs> to like a 50-year-old who's sitting there, which is just hysterical. Imagine being like 57 years old or something, trying to wrap your head around what a roasty is and why he thinks roasties are unfuckable or whatever. Yeah. I, the <laughs> JCS is such a fucking amazing channel. They pick... It is. They yeah. just pick the most so fascinating good. people. I think the best one ever is Stephen McDaniel. The guy who... Uh, um, yeah. The guy who he's acting normal, he's doing an interrogation, and then the instant he just they turns into a robot. Yeah, the instant they let on suspicion that they think he did it, he just turns into a fucking catatonic robot answering every question with no. Yes. And he does that for like four straight he hours. He, he doesn't move his head as well. He doesn't it, move. It's actually scary. Yeah. They did a sped up time lapse of the footage and the guy interrogating him just like flies around the screen like a fucking moth, but he doesn't move a yeah. muscle.
It's actually his one was like the, probably the scariest of them all, honestly. Like just in terms of his behavior, not in terms of the crime, but yeah. in terms of the behavior, he's like that guy is actually like he could kill everyone. Yeah, if you if you want scary, there are some very demented people on there. But if you're talking like unnerving or creepy, he's definitely up there. Yeah. Uh, most of the people on JCS are just downright stupid, and it's hilarious to yeah. watch them kind of. Uh, fumble through the interrogation and get caught looking up in at the, lies and stuff yeah. like that. I'm looking at the thumbnail and already the subtitles are saying the incel rebellion has already begun. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, idiots. Yeah. The very least yeah. we can get out of these people is like squeezing them for some laughter. They should really put this stuff on pay-per-view. <laughs> I like yeah, that but it's I, free. Yeah. I'm just scared that like someone will listen to this and actually like listen to that interview and start like agreeing with him about roasties and Stacys and stuff. They, all, they always do. They always the do. Sad no fact matter is what, there are people who do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But in this specific case, I think it's you already have to believe this crap. If you're out there listening to this show and you're maybe maybe a little socially awkward, maybe you got anxiety, maybe you're angry at the world, don't commit crimes. Don't hurt other people. It won't solve your issues. These people are wrong. We're laughing at them. Just keep that in mind for the rest of your life. But if you do, please go into autistic detail about the incel rebellion <laughs> and how you're incel <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah, take your very detail to the police. They are your friends. They're there to help. <laughs> God, it's always so... Like when you notice how just how low IQ most criminals are. Almost all of them. Yeah. It astounds me what some of them think they can get away with. Like the, when they tell their story, their version of the events, that's obviously a lie. It is always flabbergasting what they think police will just flat out believe and say, oh yeah, that makes sense. Or not even know about. We're like, I constantly ask myself, I get depressed, like, how the fuck did we end up in the surveillance state dystopia? And then you read a news article like, uh, mother, does, mother killed baby. And then police officers found her Google searches on her computer. Uh, how to dissolve baby in acid. Where to get mm. acid. How do I lie to the police? It's, it's like, so fucking stupid. Dude, there's another I JCS know. one. I think it, it was the most recent one where the woman, um, she killed her boyfriend uh, by shoving him in a suitcase and locking it. Oh, I don't even know I remember how that, that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that was. And she tried worked, to convince but... the officer that they were playing and, yeah. then, and that he wanted to be yeah. in there. Play hide and, and seek. literally they showed her the video that she filmed where yep. she said, I'm going to let she you fucking it. die in there. <laughs> yeah, she filmed it where she's like sitting there like screaming at the fucking suitcase about how this is all premeditated yeah. and how she hates him. That, <laughs> she wanted to know. die. And that <laughs> was on my my favorite camera. one ever. I looked up the name because I didn't want to get this wrong. My favorite one on the history of the planet is um, Cleveland Willis. Cleveland Willis was a man who robbed the KFC that he worked at during the day while people were there using a gun. And one of the employees said, Cleveland, is that you? And he immediately responded, no, it's not me. <laughs> That's pretty fucking That is actually pretty hype. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> Why would you rob the KFC you work at and go to every day? This isn't. This wasn't on JCS or anything. But did you guys ever see the uh, footage of the criminal who was arrested 
after um, calling the police to complain about like cold French fries? No. Okay. There was a criminal who had like active warrants out for his arrest. And he called the police himself because he got served cold French fries. So the police show up to, you know, investigate the case of the cold fries <laughs> and realize that the guy who called them has active warrants out for like heinous shit. I think, I think it was something like serious, like murder or something. And then oh they eventually arrest him. He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? After he had fucking self-reported for cold French fries. How am I in the wrong for cold French fries? This is McDonald's fault. Yeah. Damn it. Holy shit. Yeah, that one's fucking goofy. I'm going to look into those later. Those sound really good. Yeah. that, that It's not a JCS thing or anything. It's just no, a no. really awesome fucking case. To be fair, there's, I, I there's just nothing... I just something on it. It sounds funny. There's nothing I hate more than getting cold french fries. True. It's, all, it's, it's very so recent, bad. too, by the way, Andrew. It, it only happened like a couple months ago. Holy shit. Yeah, I'll have to look into that and see if it's worth making something on. I, I love... I just love goofy stories like that. Same, yeah. yeah. I'm always keeping my finger on the. Well, this is this is a really fucking sad one, actually. If you ask me, but there is a there was a guy who killed or shot two subway workers, killed one because he oh. got served too much mayonnaise on his sub. Oh my god, <laughs> too yeah. much. Yep, they went heavy on the mayo, and he shot them, killing one. God, is this love why it. subway workers are so well, jumpy? I've only been to a subway in America once. And it was such an annoying experience because I picked something off the menu, but the guy still confirmed with me before putting in any ingredients. Each and every single one, like, this cheese okay? This lettuce okay? This bread okay? Yeah? The, the salami? Yeah, you sure? This one? It's like, yeah, I picked it off the menu. Just give me that. Whatever it is, I don't care. And I guess this I is why. Them. Because they got to deal with... Yeah, yeah, they're required to. I don't blame them. It just... It's so annoying, but I guess I understand it if they either have to deal with a yelling customer lady or getting shot for too much mayo. Well, the yeah, Americans the like it's more mayo. Scary. The thing that probably made your experience worse is you were eating at Subway. Like that, no one could ever Subway enjoy that. Sucks. I was at the airport, and it was my only option. But yes, you are uh, correct. That makes sense. Yeah. What airport only has Subway as an option? It was. We were at the gate, and it was only the like the shortest distance one before we had to board. Why are you investigating uh, me? Am I being interrogated now? Yeah, which airport are you at, huh? Where were you going? <laughs> what did you have on that sandwich? Yeah. That yeah, I actually don't remember. Sucks. But you see, the incel rebellion has begun, and we are going to use roast beef sandwiches to signal to each other our allegiance against the roasties <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, there's some fucking crazy criminals out there, boys. Crazy people. I should do a thing on just dumb reasons people get arrested. I love that. That's great. I know so many fucking stories like that. If you ever need help, Andrew, just let me know. Sure. I know actually fucking hundreds. Will do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm always fascinated by that shit, too. It's scary, man. Like, Jackson, I always thought Jackson's fear of America was unfounded. Like, nope, crazy people, guns, that kind of thing. But, like, the more... Like that happens every day. The more I totally understand Jackson's fear. <laughs> yeah, why would I give up safety for America? America's pretty fucking wacky. Yeah, you can't even go to Subway. Yeah. Oh well. Like you, still the best all you have to do is Earth. look at the, all you have to do is look at the stats. It's uh, there's no debate. Yeah. No, I, I definitely <laughs> I've started to understand why you have like a legitimate fear of America. <laughs> It's it, there's fucking unhinged people out there, man. Yeah. 
Which every country uh, has, but at least every every country absolutely does have uh, crazy people. But in it's something's happening in America. Like the there's like a mental illness epidemic uh, combined with like access to weapons that you know can kill quite easily. Yeah, they don't get locked up. It's a combination that's not great. Yeah, and you don't. It's you get released stuff like that. Yeah, there's a bunch of like things that are adding to it, and I don't have to deal with it because I'm over here. Well, you're gonna you're gonna come over here at some point and live here. Yeah, and I'm gonna go over there with a weapon. I I'm gonna go over there. Well, actually, uh, let's meet halfway. Let's li- let's live in England, huh? Oh, that All of us will die. I would rather die. We'll, we'll live in England. <laughs> yeah, well, no. You can get through it with Night Nurse, trust me. Night Nurse will get you through it <laughs> no, nicely. No, yeah, maybe no. if you put would, me in I a coma, rather, but then... No. Jackson, I would rather meet halfway the other direction where we meet in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Like, fuck that. That sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Meet on an well, oil rig, we, party it out. Oh, now you're on to something. Get on a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then go see the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we follow up on that at all? Where Didn't they find... The submarine now, recently they they yeah, found like a lot of wreckage and shit. Yeah, yeah, we and they said it. they they couldn't identify anything because it was basically just all completely erupted entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fun stuff, very cool. Mm. But yeah, fuck, oh, well. fuck well, Europe. There's an update. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck me. What? <laughs> I didn't fuck Europe and up. fuck your idea to move to England. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't actually do that. I'm genuinely in the best place possible, so I'm staying here. Yeah, right in my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's wrap. <laughs> Thanks, okay. guys. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, really enjoyed having you around for an hour and a bit. Patreon.com slash the official podcast. If you want to hang out for a little bit more, you get access to the Patreon, uh, the Discord server, as well as uh, bonus episodes, podophiles, stuff like that. Um, other than that, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye. That was such a good episode. Oh, my God.